It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 98 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet was a very successful, long-running radio sitcom that starred Ozzy and Harriet Nelson as fictional versions of themselves, as well as their two real-life sons, David and Ricky. Ozzy was the band leader for the Red Skelton show, and when Skelton was drafted in World War II in 1944, Ozzy pitched his own show to CBS Radio, and the first broadcast occurred on October 8th of that year. The show switched to NBC in 1948, then back to CBS in 1949, then to ABC for the final years. It ran until June 18, 1954, and for its last two years also ran concurrently on television from 1952 to 1966, making it one of the longest-running radio and TV sitcoms in history. Sit back and relax for the October 17, 1948 broadcast of The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Pardon the expression. Stop the music for a second. Yeah. Take a look at this ad in Life magazine. Yes, I saw that. Isn't that Joan of Arc pattern simply beautiful? That's what I mean. No wonder everybody says, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. Silver with beauty that lives forever is International Sterling. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of International Sterling, presents The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Pleasant family scene we find in the living room of the Nelsons at 1847 Rogers Road. Fire in the fireplace, Nick the dog stretched out on the hearth, Ozzy on the couch reading the evening paper, and Harriet curled up in the easy chair with a basket of mending. Ah, this is the life. Look here, dear. Hmm? What is it? I want you to see what happens to Ricky's trousers. Oh, gee, they're getting pretty thin. How can he wear them out that way? He never sits down. Where are the boys? Out in the kitchen. I told them they could stay up a little longer if they promised to do their homework. Aren't these David's books here on the table? What are you fellas doing out there? Just getting the crackers. Why don't you go out and take a look, dear? Okay. 
Uh, how you doing, boys? We're okay. Well, Pop, this is a neat book. Well, wait a minute. What's the idea of reading comic books? Pop, these aren't ordinary comic books. They're educational. I suppose this first story is educational. Tommy Skunk lets them have it. <laughs> That's a swell story, Pop. Tommy Skunk is Never mind, Ricky. Why aren't you boys doing your homework? Well, you don't understand, Pop. You see, we're supposed to do a composition on animals and birds and stuff. And these comic books tell you all about it. They're very educational. We're going to read our school books, too, Pop. Well, nevertheless, you promised to get right at your homework after dinner. I thought a promise meant a little more to you guys than something to be said and forgotten. We didn't mean to break our promise, Pop. We didn't think you'd catch us. <laughs> I don't think you understand, Pop. The teacher told us to get these comic books. They're very instructive. All I can say is school certainly is a lot different than it was when I was a boy. Tape's a lot better, isn't it, Pop? I'm not too sure, Ricky. Back in those days, everybody walked ten miles through snow. <laughs> well, that's not what I mean. When I went to school, we didn't have to learn about nature out of comic books. We wanted to learn about animals and trees and plants. We went right out into the woods. Yeah, Pop, but that was back in the old days. Oh, they weren't the old days. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Well, of course we do. There are plenty of woods around here. The hills are covered with trees. Well, what was easier for you, Pop? Grandma Nelson told us that your Pop used to take you on hikes in the woods. Yes, that's true. He did. Many an afternoon, I remember Pop would come in and say, Let's go, boys. We're taking a hike. Off we'd go up to the pines or up to Phelps Woods. I'll bet you had a lot of fun. Yeah, we sure did. There weren't many dads like my father. There aren't any now at all. <laughs> Pop, why don't you ever take us on hikes? Well, I will. It, it's just... Oh, a... boy, when can we go? Well, anytime. It doesn't Let's have... go tomorrow. Well... Can we, Pop? Can we go tomorrow? Well, I'll see, maybe. That's a promise. <laughs> okay, it's a promise. Do you think we'll catch a skunk? No. You don't catch a skunk, Ricky. You run in the opposite direction. <laughs> why? Because they have awfully sharp teeth. Now, come on, let's get after that homework. And I mean the real school books, the spelling and stuff. Okay, Pop. Okay, Pop. Mmm, that bacon smells good. Well, good morning. I was beginning to get worried. About an hour ago, I heard you say you were getting up. Oh, I was. It was cold, and I wanted another blanket. You better get a blanket for the eggs. They're cold, too. <laughs> the boys eating yet? Oh, hours ago. They're upstairs changing their clothes. Changing their clothes for what? They're going hiking today. Oh. Well, it's a nice day for a hike. Me, I think I'll do a few things around the house. Maybe I'll try out that new couch on the porch. It looks pretty comfortable. Well, perhaps I didn't hear the boys correctly, but aren't you taking them up to Indian Springs for a hike or something? They said you promised them you would. I promised? Oh, oh, that. Oh, well, we were just talking last night. I, I don't think it was anything definite. Well, they're upstairs getting out their camping stuff. They seem to think they're going today. See, maybe I did mention that we might take a trip up there. Oh, they'll forget all about it. You know how they are. Enthusiastic about something, and ten minutes later, it's all forgotten. Well, they seem pretty enthusiastic about the hike. Well, you know how they change from one minute to the next. Remember last summer? That rocket ship they were going to build and fly to the moon in it? They never did go. I hope they won't be disappointed when they find out you aren't going to take them. 
Well, who said anything about not taking them? They still want to go after I finish breakfast? I'll be only too glad to take them. Oh, that's wonderful, dear. I'm sure they want to go. They've been talking about it all morning. As a matter of fact, it'll probably be a lot of fun for me, too. Get a little exercise, some of that clear mountain air, hear the brown leaves crunching under my feet. Oh, isn't that lucky? What's the matter? Well, I'm so glad you enjoy the sound of crunching. I just burned the toast. Hiya, Barney. Hi, Oz. Well, what a coincidence. I was just on my way over to see you. Oh, gee, I'm awful sorry, Thorny, but as a matter of fact, I'm a little short myself this week. Oz, please, I just came over to pay a little neighborly visit. Here, have a cigar. Oh, is Catherine... I mean, I mean, are you... No, no, Oz, no special occasion. <laughs> Here, enjoy a good smoke. What's the matter with it? Nothing's the matter with it. Well, he can't a man offer his neighbor a cigar without going through a third degree? Well, don't forget I know you pretty well. You sure it's not going to explode or something? Oh, please, Oz, you have my word for it. Just a plain cigar. As a matter of fact, my boy Will bought it for me. Will? Isn't he a little young for cigars? I, I promised to do him a little favor this afternoon, and he bought them for me to show his appreciation. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen this brand before. That tastes kind of strong. <coughs> oh, what a rope! This is evil, Thorne. Please, Oz, don't throw it away. Will may be watching from the window. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Well, I know, Thorny, but it smells like burning rubber or something. Well, the boy's young yet. Doesn't know one cigar from another. But the thought was there. I promise to spend the afternoon with my kids, too, but I certainly hope they aren't out buying me cigars. <laughs> you know, you and I are different, Thorny, but most parents don't realize how important it is to spend time with their children. Oh, sure. Especially boys. You'll find that the average boy patterns his entire behavior after his father. Oh, there's no question about it. That's the reason we've got to be careful to set him a good example. Well, I always say... <laughs> I think you're right about that cigar, Oz. It smells horrible. I think so many parents make a mistake when they make casual promises to their kids and then wriggle out of them in, in uh, one way or another. It's no good. And then the parent wonders... <laughs> I, I think you can throw that away, Oz. Will probably isn't watching after all. It's okay. It's not bad. Now, take me, for instance. I promised to take my boys on a hike this afternoon, and nothing in the world could keep me from it. Hike? Oz, old man, you mean to stand there with that awful cigar in your mouth and tell me you don't know about the big professional football game this afternoon? Football game? Well, sure, down at the stadium. Well, isn't that next week? Of course not. It's this afternoon. Well, I thought it was next week. I wonder if it's too late to get tickets. Well, how can you go? You promised to take the boys hiking. Well, yes, but I'm sure they'd rather go to the football game. Don't you think? I don't know, Oz. Did they seem very infused about the hike? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, Harriet said they've been talking about it all morning. Why don't I just ask them which they'd rather do? Well, don't you think that's a little unfair to them, Oz? In what way? Well, naturally, they'd know you'd rather go to a football game. So they'd probably give up the hike just to make you happy. But inside, they'd feel that their pop let them down. You really think so? Oh, yes, I do, Oz. A promise is a big thing to a kid. I remember once my grandfather promised to take me fishing. And at the last minute, he changed his mind and took me to a movie instead. A Tarzan picture. And you never quite forgave him? Not only that, I've never felt the same about Elmo Lincoln. <laughs> Since that day, I, I, I don't seem to enjoy his pictures as much. Yeah, I see what... Elmo Lincoln? He hasn't made a picture in years and years. They haven't shown those. Oh, didn't I tell you, Oz, we got a television set? Oh. Well... <laughs> 
think you're right about the promise, Thorny. Oh, I'm sure of it, Oz. What's one football game compared to setting the right example for David and Ricky? I don't know what I could have been thinking of. A promise is a promise. Now, that's the way I look at it, Oz. Even if we don't have a good time this afternoon, we'll have the satisfaction of knowing that we've kept our promises to our boys. Yeah. Uh, where did you promise to take Will? I was a little smarter than you were, Oz. I promised to take Will to the football game. <laughs> about keeping promises? Well, if you're worried about him taking you on the hike, he's looking forward to it. Oh. Gee. What kind of talk is this? Well, Thornberry just said there's a professional football game today. His father's taking him to the game and all we get is an old hike. Well, I'm surprised at you two guys. I think you have a pretty nice dad. You know, it isn't every father who's good enough to take his boys hiking. You don't want to hurt his feelings, do you? Well, golly, no, but... Well, do you think if we told him we'd rather see the game than go hiking and it'd hurt his feelings? You're taking a chance. Just take the chance, David. <laughs> no, Ricky, we don't want to hurt Pop's feelings. I'll tell you what you could do. You might just hint that if he'd rather go to the football game, you'd be willing to postpone the hike. Hi, fellas. Hi, Pop. Well, beautiful weather for a hike, isn't it? Yeah. Nice day for football game, too. Uh, Ozzy, the boys have just heard that there's going to be a big football game at the stadium today, and... They thought that if you'd like to postpone the hike, well, they'd understand. We know how much you like football, Pop. Oh, come now, boys. Do you think your old dad would break his promise? Besides, on a beautiful day like this, who wants to sit in a crowded stadium and watch a football game? Shut up, Ricky. No, sir. This is a perfect day for a football... For the... I mean, this is a day for a hike in the pants. The hike in the, the woods. What I mean is we can go to a football game any day, but, but a hike is something that... Well, Indian Springs, you, you can just imagine how beautiful it is up there at, at Indian Springs. The Indians and, and Springs. <laughs> well, we just thought oh, that maybe... Oh, thanks very much, fellas, but don't you worry. Your old dad isn't going to let you down. No, sirree, a promise is a promise. <laughs> What Silver Pattern has had scores of letters written about it? What Silver Pattern have women all over the country been waiting for? What Silver Pattern is back once again in a triumphant return to make a thousand dreams come true? The answer? International Sterling Superb Joan of Arc. Yes, Joan of Arc is back once again. The silver pattern you wrote about, waited for, dreamed of. One of the most magnificent patterns ever to come from the hands of the famous international sterling craftsman. Every detail is finished to perfection, back as well as front. And each piece is crowned with a gleaming classical shell ornament. Here, in every way, is solid silver at its loveliest. You'll agree when you see Joan of Arc at your international sterling dealer's so don't miss it. Tomorrow, see Joan of Arc, the silver pattern you asked for. Created by International Sterling.
since Ozzie Nelson was a little boy, his parents taught him courage, determination, and a sense of honor. These are the virtues it takes to keep a promise. When little Oswald was eight years old, he was courageous. Look at me, Sally. I can eat worms. When he was 12 years old, he was determined. Don't worry, Mom. I'll finish eating this piece of chocolate cake. When he was 16, he had a highly developed sense of honor. Gwendolyn, I must confess, before I met you, I kissed another girl. Ouch! Yes, Ozzie learned early. At 19, he made his first important promise. I promise to pay the Blue Sky Auto Finance Company the sum of $30 a month. And he kept his promise. In fact, the finance company made sure of it. And so the Ozzie Nelson of today has the same grim determination to keep his promise. He's out in the garage now, dusting off his hiking boots. Meanwhile, Harriet has put in her daily call to her mother. Hello? Hello, Mother. It's Harriet. Oh, hello, dear. How are you? Oh, not so good, dear. My feet hurt, and I feel a headache coming on. Have you taken an aspirin? Yes, but my feet still hurt. <laughs> I went to that modern art exhibit today, and I warn you, dear, don't go. That bad? Dreadful. Simply a collection of three-cornered apples, women with six arms and purple hair. <laughs> the only thing in a frame that made sense turned out to be the fire hose. Today's the last day of the exhibit, isn't it? Yes, thank goodness Oh, I'm glad you told me Ozzie promised to take me, but now I won't insist on it How is Ozzie, dear? Oh, he's fine He and the boys are going on a hike today Today? Isn't he going to the football game? No, he seems to prefer the hike Really? That doesn't sound like Ozzie Well, frankly, I think he really wants to go to the game But he's just sticking to his promise you know, it's silly because the boys want to go to the game, too. Well, dear, if Ozzie wants to go to the game and the boys want to go to the game, why don't they just go to the game and forget about the hike? It sounds simple. It's as simple as ABC. But this is an XYZ family. <laughs> I guess they'll all go on the hike and be perfectly miserable just so Ozzie can prove he keeps his promises. But you just said he promised to take you to the art exhibit. Yes, but he can't because it's closing today, and last night he promised the boys... Huh? Oh, Mother, I have a wonderful idea. Would you like to hear it? Now, Harriet, if it's some plan to trick Ozzie, I don't want to hear about it. Okay, Mother. You know I never like to interfere in your little family squabbles. So I'd rather you oh, okay, tell Mother, I'll it. call you again. Goodbye, Mother. Of course, if you insist and you feel that you need my advice, Harriet. Harriet? Operator, operator, we've been disconnected. <laughs> football game today. Oh. I'm not promising, mind you. It's just an idea. Oh, boy, David. Mom's got an idea. Well, don't say it as if it was the first one I ever had. <laughs> What's your idea, Mom? Well, listen to this. Daddy doesn't want to break his promise to take you hiking. But it just happens that he made a promise to me. Gee, are you stuck, too? <laughs> no, it's just that... A... Oh, here he comes, boys. Let me do the talking. Well, come on, fellows. Get on your hiking clothes. Dear, I'm terribly sorry, but I think you've forgotten something. Well, I don't think so. Here's my hatchet, my canteen, my toolkit, my collapsible drinking cup. No, I don't mean anything like that, dear. I mean, you made a promise to me. What's that? 
Remember, day you promised to take me to the modern art exhibit whatever day I wanted to go? I promised that? Yes, don't you remember? One night last week. Well, we'll go sometime next week. Today's the last day. Oh, that's a shame. Well, it'll probably be around another year or two. No, uh, dear. You hmm? promised to take me. A promise is a promise. But, Harriet, I'm taking the boys on a hike. Well, you'll have to postpone the hike. A previous promise eliminates any promise made later. That's the law. That's the law. David, don't hit the table with that walnut cracker. The boys are looking forward to this hike, aren't you, fellows? Oh, that's okay, Pop. You go ahead and take Mom to the art exhibit. Yeah, Pop, we don't mind. I'm sorry, dear, but you did promise to take me. I didn't promise, Harriet. I said I'd take you, but that isn't a promise. What is it, Pop? It's, uh, uh Ricky, your mother and I are talking. <laughs> you better change your clothes, dear. This is a fine couple of pals you two turned out to be. Well, gee, Pop, you promised Mom you'd take her. We can't do anything. Well, you didn't have to give up the hike so easily. You'd think you didn't even want to go. Gee, Pop. Why didn't you say something? You're only eight years old, Ricky. Why didn't you cry? <laughs> Of course, I'm not sore at you. I suppose the art exhibit won't be so bad. Gives a man culture, I guess. You don't mind going, Pop? Oh, no. If it'll make your mother happy, I'm only too glad to take her. It'll probably be very interesting. Well, I'll see you guys later. Where are you going, Pop? Outside to see if I can't find something wrong with the car. Just getting the car. We're going downtown. To the football game? No, we're going to the modern art exhibit at Simon's Galleries. The art exhibit? Mm. Oh, I might have known. Those long, tapering fingers. No. Those delicate hands. No. Your white shirt flushed with paint. Uh, no, that's just a little ketchup. I had a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Nelson, I'll bet your paintings win every prize. No, no, no. I I'm only going to the art exhibit to look. To look? Uh, yes, I'm not a painter. You're not a painter? Well, no. Only a student. No. You live in a garret, a uh, tiny cubicle, a niche, a cubby hole, a dump. Oh, but... Your room is so tiny you have to paint with your hands in your pocket. Oh, I... <laughs> Where does my model sit? In the next room. You have to peek through the keyhole. What? <laughs> Feverishly, you work on your portrait day in and day out. No. It I... means fame. The world will soon recognize your genius. I'm just... And so you paint and paint I'm... and paint. It's... It takes form at last. Only a few more days, and that's finished. Your masterpiece is complete. What depth, what beauty. Your very soul is in this painting. Soon the world will see your path to your garret. And so to the little art shop around the corner, not knowing that someday this painting will be famous, the dealer offers you five dollars. Five dollars? This is worth five thousand dollars. But you're hungry. You must sell it. I won't. I won't sell it. I'll eat it. I... Mr. Nelson, what are you talking My about? Man, what do you think that cheap dealer offered me? It's... Wait a minute. Emmy Lou, you're all confused. <laughs> I'm going to the art exhibit just to look at the pictures. But I don't want to go even. Well, then why are you going? Because I promised Mrs. Nelson I'd take her. I'll take her, but I won't like it. Is that being fair to Mrs. Nelson? Well, she wants you to take her to the art gallery, and you're being mean about it. I'm... You want yourself. What happened to the kind, gentle, loving Mr. Nelson? He's at the football game. <laughs> well, you're cheating if you do something you don't believe in it. Think of your wife, Mr. Nelson. You're the Stanislavski. 
Stanislavski method. What has Stanislavski been thinking of my wife? <laughs> it's a dramatic technique. You keep repeating something until you believe it. For instance, you say you're a leaf until you actually believe you are a leaf. You can do the same thing with the art exhibit. Keep saying, I want to go to the art exhibit until you want to go. I want to go to the art exhibit. I want to go to the art exhibit. Well? I think I'll try on the leaf. <laughs> Nelson's sake. Keep repeating it. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be fun. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be fun. You can do it, Mr. Nelson. You're strong. You're brave. I'm strong. I'm brave. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be fun. You're a liar. No, I'm not. It's a lie. I want to go. It'll be fun. No, it won't. Yes, it will. I'm a leaf. I want to go. I want to go to the art exhibit. It'll be fun. I want to go. It'll be fun. The art exhibit. I want to go to the art exhibit. I want to feast my eyes on those beautiful colors. I want to run barefoot through those gorgeous paintings. I want to go to the art exhibit. You want to go? Yes, I want to go to the art exhibit. Why? It'll be fun. Who says so? Stanislavski. What does a football player know about art? I'm all ready for the art exhibit, Harriet. You are? Yes, it'll be fun. You said that. You don't really want to go, do you? But I do. You didn't a few minutes ago. But I've changed since then. The football game today is supposed to be the best of the season. Yeah, I know. It, it's going to be a grudge game. And, and and I want to go to the art exhibit. I want to go to the art exhibit. I want to go to the... I want to go to the art exhibit. Beautiful day, isn't it, dear? Yes, but we'll be better off at the art exhibit indoors. I, I think it's going to rain. There isn't a cloud in the sky. Well, they're all hiding behind the mountains waiting for the football game to start. Ozzy, if you'd rather go to the football game, don't be afraid to say so. Oh, you can go to a football game anytime. I want to go to the art exhibit. Uh, Harriet, you made the wrong turn there. The art exhibit's to the left. You're going to get into all the traffic going to the stadium. I've decided I want to go to the game instead. But I thought you wanted to go to the art exhibit. This is the last day, and a promise is a promise. Harriet, I won't let you make this sacrifice. I made you a promise, and I'll stick to it. Dear, when the rules of living were drawn up, there was one rule that headed the list, and it supersedes all other rules. Harriet, nothing is more firmly established than the obligation to keep a promise. Oh, yes, it is. A woman's right to change your mind. <laughs> but I want to go to the art exhibit. You'd better quit while you're still ahead, Stanislavski. I might change my mind again. Well, what about the boys? They're going to meet us at the stadium. It seems they met Emmy Lou, and she convinced them they ought to hike down there. Harriet, are you sure you honestly want to go to the football game? Oh, definitely, dear. I want to go to the football game. I want to go to the football game. I, I want, want to go to the football game. game. I want to go to the football game. football game. in just a moment. Hey, that was a happy ending, if there ever was one. But, you know, I sometimes wonder what it would be like if women didn't have that unalterable right to change their minds. You don't believe in it, Mrs. Smith? Well... Oh, you think a woman should decide one thing and stick to it, no matter what? Well, uh... Even if she's just about to buy a certain silver pattern, and then discovers at the last minute that International Sterling's Joan of Arc is back again, and buys that instead? Well, uh... Hey, did you do that? <laughs> uh-huh. And it was the best change of mind I ever had. Golly, it was wonderful to find I could get Joan of Arc again. 
I've been waiting for it for years now. You and thousands of other women, Joan of Arc is one of the most beloved patterns international sterling ever created. During the war, when it wasn't being made, the postman brought scores of letters to international sterling, each one asking for its return. And now, in answer to those requests, Joan of Arc is back, as lovely, as magnificent as ever. Oh, and Mr. Smith, I found out something when I bought my set the other day. I didn't have to pay for it all at once. The international dealer had a special payment plan, specially suited to my own budget. That's right. So you see, right now is the very best time to buy that silver you've been dreaming of. Joan of Arc, solid silver with beauty that lives forever, created by famous international sterling. Boy, did we have a good time today. It was neat, boy. Well, what happened to you guys? I thought you were going to meet us at the stadium. We went over to Will Thornberry's instead. But I thought Will's father promised to take him to the game. Well, he did, you see, but he fell asleep on the couch and Will didn't want to wake him up. Anyway, by the time the picture was over, it was too late. Picture? Yeah, we were watching a picture on television. It was real neat, boy. Tarzan of the Apes with Elmo Lincoln. <laughs> Tune in again next week to another adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And remember, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. Yes, Harriet, the solid silver with beauty that lives forever is international sterling. Appearing in support of Ozzie and Harriet were John Brown, Tommy Bernard, Henry Blair, Janet Waldo, and Lorene Tuttle. Original music was composed and conducted by Billy Mays. This program originates in the Hollywood studios of the National Broadcasting Company and is also broadcast over the Trans-Canada Network of the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. This adventure of Ozzie and Harriet will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. That was the episode, Ozzy Promises to Take the Boys Hiking, from the Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Wow, it's hard to believe that Thanksgiving is only a couple of weeks away. And of course, we're already seeing Christmas decorations and advertisements popping up all over. I think companies should just give up the pretense and advertise for Christmas all year round. Anyway, be sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you're enjoying the show. And be sure to tune in this Friday for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Gwendolyn, I must confess, before I met you, I kissed another girl. Ouch!